You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey y'all, welcome back. I hope everyone's Christmas season is off to a good start. I did all of my Christmas shopping early this year because I wanted to have a like not stressful Christmas. And so now I've got everything wrapped under the tree and I can't remember what I got for anyone. I ha- I literally have no idea. Like it's going to be the surprise on Christmas. I'm going to be just as surprised as they are. So hopefully I got everyone something correct and I don't have the wrong person opening the wrong gift. Um, but hopefully you're at some point either getting a list of what you're going to buy for people or you're just not having a stressful Christmas. I know for me, the Christmas season can be super fun, but it can also be a little bit stressful at times. So hopefully that's going well for you. We had our small group Christmas party today and of course forgot to take a picture. So like we didn't even have it because if you didn't take a picture at a Christmas party, did you even have the party? So I guess we're just going to have to redo the Christmas party. I don't know. We'll talk to our small group about that and I'll let you know how it turns out. But we are on the podcast still going to be talking about the birth of Jesus or the, or the coming to earth in the form of a baby. And so we will be in Luke 2, if you want to read along, we'll be in verses 8 through around 20, verse 8 through 20. So I'm just going to start reading Luke 2, 8 through 20. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then. See this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which they were told by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. So there are so many things in this passage, even just as I was reading it with you right then that popped out to me, things like um, in verse 10, where the angel says, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For all the people. Like that is huge. Because the the Jews at this time, they knew that a Messiah was coming. They knew that, that someone was going to be born. They knew that the Christ was coming. 
But as we see throughout the rest of the New Testament, that they, they make it clear that they were not necessarily aware that the Christ would be coming for all people. They knew that the Christ would be coming for the Jews and, and, and that they had been promised to be saved. But here from the very beginning of Jesus coming to earth as a baby, we see God's plan for all the people. So when we read verse 10, we should, we should think about ourselves. Unless you are of Jewish descent, you are introduced here into the story at this point. That, that this is for all of the people. I don't know that the shepherds fully understood what that meant. Um, the fact that they said for all the people. But looking back now, that's a verse that just makes me say, God, thanks. Thanks for thinking of me way, way before I was even born, right? Like I was a part of the plan from the very beginning. It was a part of the plan to save me. Another thing that that stuck out to me was just the fact that when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds began going, saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And I mean, granted, if an angel, I think most of us would say that sometimes we struggle doing what the Lord tells us to do right away. But if an angel of the Lord came to us and said to go and see this thing that, yeah, we'd probably do that right away. Right? But you see, we've talked about, if you've listened to earlier episodes, we talked about, you know, Zechariah being told by an angel, hey, here's what's going to happen. And Zechariah kind of saying, okay, but how can I be sure? How can I know? Right? So there's this, this almost hesitation to, to act. And in this case, acting means believing. Right? And, and you see um, then the shepherds saying, hey, let's go see. Let's go straight to Bethlehem. I love their just desire and enthusiasm to go see what is going on. And I think that even in the fact that the angels told shepherds first, right? There's symbolism there because we, we constantly see Jesus referred to as a shepherd. He, he talks a lot about, about his people being like sheep and he is like a shepherd and he uses a lot of parables about that. Um, I love today what one of the pastors at my church said, um, Dr. Jeff Crawford, he was was talking about actually the wise men, but he ended up talking about shepherds for a little bit. And he said this, he said, shepherds don't get anything from their sheep. They give everything to their sheep. Right. And, and yes, that shepherds, this was their profession. And so eventually they may sell their wool or so on and so forth. But the sheep, like when the sheep do something dumb, like get lost, right? When they, when they see like, oh, that grass over there looks nice. And they don't see that there's like a, a little drop off cliff in between the grass over there. And they start walking towards it. And the shepherd has to go over there and get him and bring him back. The sheep don't say thank you, right? They don't, they don't talk back to them and, and show just their gratitude. They, they really don't do a lot for them. And so this life of a, of a shepherd is not even necessarily a super glamorous 
life. I've I've listened to some sermons that have talked about that shepherds were actually kind of the lowest like socioeconomic place that you could get in the culture at this time that that they were usually considered kind of dirty and outcast and and didn't really fit in with society well. I mean, they were I mean, you can't blame them if like you're dealing with sheep all the time that are not very smart, you'd probably have trouble in social settings as well when you're not getting a lot of other human experience. But the fact even that that they are shepherds and and this is what we see Jesus being related to, I don't think is a coincidence. But the reason that I chose this passage specifically to talk about was actually for verse 20. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told them. So what I picture here is the shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God. So they went, they saw the Christ that was born. They told everyone what they had seen. They told everyone it was true. And they went back to their job. They went back to tending their flock. And on the way, they told people about Jesus. Their lives were drastically changed. They were glorifying and praising God for all that they had seen and all that had been told to them. So we see this this new, really, um, part of their life. Like they're, I mean, honestly, like, almost new people, right? They have this new thing that they're talking about glorifying and and praising God, but they still go back to their profession. And this was, was very, um, I guess it, I don't know if I should say very, but it, it definitely stuck out to me reading it because I think sometimes we can think and whenever we're praying for God to maybe change something or God to do something, um, we, we want God to show up in that we want him to totally change every single detail and every single thing about us and, and maybe take us out of a difficult situation. And I don't know, maybe the shepherds totally loved their job. They totally could have, but I'm just imagining if I were a shepherd, I would totally probably not love my job because the sheep probably stunk and I care a lot, unfortunately. It's something I'm working through, but I care a lot about what people think of me. And so to to think of just the fact that, okay, this is not the most glamorous job ever. Um, if God had come to me or angels had come to me and I had gotten to see the Christ, if I'm being totally honest, I probably would have wanted a little notoriety with that. Like, oh, I'm kind of cool. Like I was told about Jesus does anyone want to give me a new job, right? Does anyone want to like give me a little, little extra money, give me, give me out of where I'm at right now? But, but the shepherds, they went back, right? So God changed their, their eyes, where their focus, they, they left glorifying and praising him. And then they went back to their job and they were faithful to do that job. And so I don't know if there is, is something going on with you, like a circumstance that you just really, really want God to change, um, or a job situation, or a friend situation, or a relationship that you really want God to change, and, and you don't know why He hasn't. Um, maybe He's wanting to change you. Maybe He's wanting to change us. Maybe He's wanting to change where our eyes are focused 
And he just wants us for this time period to be faithful in where we're at. Maybe eventually he will change your circumstances or your relationship. Maybe he won't. But I think that what God's most concerned about is where are you giving glory? Where are you giving praise? Because when we're giving glory and praise to the Lord, then if you remember back to Genesis 3, we're, we're doing what we were created to do. Right? We were created to live in community with the Lord and live in harmony with Him. And so when we're praising God and when we're glorifying when we're glorifying Him, then we're actually being who we were created to be. 